It takes more than building an abandonware product so that you can get promoted to be a great engineer. This is Soft Skills Engineering, episode 305. I'm your host, Dave Smith. I'm your host, Jameson Dance. Soft Skills Engineering is a weekly advice podcast about the non-technical stuff that goes into software development, like how to navigate the infamous, so famous that it's infamous promotion process by building things no one needs, but that check the complexity box so you can get promoted. <laughs> As opposed to the the famous, very healthy promotion process of... Uh... <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like I've seen instances of good promotions, but I don't know if I've ever seen a just a really awesome, widely applied, held up to real world concerns promotion process. Yeah. Maybe that's too pessimistic. There's so many incentives in there. It's hard to get right. Yeah. But instead of doing that, I'm going to thank our sponsor, Hired. Do it. This episode is sponsored by them, and it is the best way to quit your job and get a new one, and you can hear more about them in a little bit. I want to thank our patrons who have generously donated their money to Jameson's Yacht Payment Fund. And I have one-time shout-outs for Jenny It's been Kim. rough because I had that <laughs> Yacht Payment Fund invested in Lunacoin, which went down <laughs> like 99.999%. Did your yacht shrink? I, I don't know. I, I can't bear to look at it. I'm, gu- <laughs> I'm guessing not. Uh, <laughs> shout-outs. One-time shout-outs to Jenny Kim and Brian J. Weekly shout-outs to Memester Josh, Owen Shartle, Craig Motlin, Rum and Code, I Love Mavis, The Stochastic Parrot, Alice Jost or Jost, Andrew Pollock, Arun Duna, Koshakton, Ohio, patron.com.au. We're hiring. Ira Chan, Monkey Face Emoji, Jonathan King, testingisdocumenting.org, Ola Dapo Fadigi, Will Angel, Ragnar Hardison, Timmy Garibrandt, Nick Hathaway, Travis Sanders, Braden Keynes, John Grant, Nick Cantor, and Philip John Basile. These people have gone to softskills.audio and clicked the support us on Patreon button, which gave them immediate access, not immediate, actually, it's slightly delayed access to our Slack community. <laughs> Invitations go out the first about the first week of every month, so apologies. Despite modern technology that literally travels at the speed of light, payment processors still require days <laughs> to settle. <laughs> I don't understand it. But I'm sure if we all followed Patrick McKenzie on Twitter, we could understand it better. I was just about to say, if only Stripe had just a little bit more funding, right? (laughs) this would be solved. So uh, they went to softskills.audio and clicked support us on Patreon, and they picked the level where we say their names, an emoji, or anything in any language that you could challenge us to pronounce. We will attempt. But any dollar amount above zero gets you access to our Slack community. And we just want to say thank you to the hundreds of people who have done that. And you can go there too if you'd like. Thank you very much. I would suggest that the delay in getting added is a feature. Don't we have too much instant gratification in our world today? Yeah, this this is about building your character. Yeah. Wouldn't it be nice if you could just wait for something to happen and no, <laughs> have no control over when it happened? Yeah, that would be nice. <laughs> yeah. And, and this is why that, you know, even if Stripe could raise another few billion dollars and fix this problem, we would still impose an artificial delay. Yeah, we just have to write some code. With some sleep statements in it. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's do our question. Should I read it? Yeah, go for it. Okay. This is from an anonymous listener who asks, I recently told my boss I thought my comp was way below market value and that while I enjoyed working here, I may have to start looking elsewhere for my next opportunity unless there was a way to adjust my salary. They actually agreed with me and said they would go to HR and see what they could do. A few days later, they came back to me and said that they could do a market rate adjustment of 20K per year. That's awesome. 
I was super happy. They said, great, I will let HR know that you have accepted by end of the day tomorrow, and HR will get all the paperwork started. At 10 a.m. the following day, they, along with a couple hundred other employees, were laid off. So my boss, my boss's boss, my boss's boss's boss, and the HR rep that my boss was talking to are no longer here. Oh my goodness. So my question is, what's the appropriate amount of time to wait before bringing this up to my new boss? With so many of my colleagues now out of work, it seems a bit insensitive to be so concerned with a raise. But also, I like more money. (laughs) That was the best way to end this question. Yeah. (laughs) But also, I like more money. (laughs) Oh my goodness. It's like, can you imagine? Like, you couldn't script this. Yeah, it does feel fake. It's like, hey, look. Uh, listen, my new boss, I just got to tell you, my old boss promised a $20,000 raise, but everyone involved has been laid off. So you just got to take my word for it. This, it feels like, you know how in, in like detective movies, there's that trope of the detective who's about to retire and you just know that they're dead. Mm-hmm. It's it's like that. Like you were, your, your boss was about to get you this awesome raise. And suddenly tragedy struck. Predictable tragedy. Maybe your boss knew the layoffs were, were coming and, and was like, <laughs> sure thing, buddy. No problem. For you, anything. Yeah. You want 20? Let's do 40, man. I'm your bud. Oh, oh that's so good. <laughs> this, is, this is an interesting risk you take on while working at a big company. That Theoretically, the risk of the company going under is much lower. But it's like you're on like a... I don't know, like a submarine or something. Okay. Probably the submarine is safe. No, this is already going off the rails. Let's see. <laughs> what would it be? I was going to say, but if it gets hit, it's, it's going down. But that's not that's not what happened. It, uh, you just have no control over, over some gigantic part way up the org tree getting totally cut. Right. And and you might be subject to very arbitrary decisions or, or to you, arbitrary seeming. It's like, it's like collateral damage, right? Yeah. Or, or it's almost like it's a dice roll. Like you work at a company, there's a 1,000 sided die, and they roll it every day. <laughs> <laughs> at some point, your number's coming up. Yeah. And 200 of your closest friends. I have no idea where this person works, but I'm furiously trying to think of all the news of layoffs I've heard. Yeah. What are the headlines? Twitter. Well, Twitter was those execs. So I don't know if there were any people uh, down in the org chart laid off. I don't know. We do have a layoffs channel on our Slack community. I we should check don't it. look at that because it makes me sad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, in fact, someone recently just shared there's a new website called layoffs.fyi. It's a layoffs tracker. Actually, it's not new. It's been around, but people now care about it. <laughs> I just looked at that the other day. Oh, look. Yes, there was a tech company. Oh, they laid off 2,500. Oof. Hmm. Well, here's what I think you should do. You still have below market value compensation. Yeah. And I think you probably have more leverage now than before. As oh, if, really? If hundreds of, yeah. I mean, if hundreds of people were just laid off, there's probably a lot more work to do. Yeah, but I'm thinking to myself, okay, now you're going to go to HR or to your new boss and say, I want to raise. And they're going to be like, yeah, you know what? You're, you're number 201. Never mind. <laughs> but if you're going to quit anyways, I mean, I don't know. If you're going to quit, if you don't get more money... If you take the layoff, you might get a severance too. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. I I can see how this would be very awkward. 
And I really yeah. hope you have some email records or something of these conversations that you had. There's a good meta point here about getting stuff in writing, I guess. Yeah, true. Very, very good point. But it, it doesn't change the needs that you have and the ability of the company to meet those needs. You just get to go have an awkward conversation with your new boss about this thing that was in progress. So I, I don't know. I was going to ask you about this because despite my 20 years of professional experience, I've actually never been through a big layoff like this where it directly or even closely affected me. I, I did work at Novell during a layoff in, about 20 years ago, but it was I was an intern. So it was like kind of, I was more like a spectator. And hmm. and I wonder, like, when a company goes through a layoff like this, is there just no budget for salary increases at that point, typically? Or is it like, oh yeah, everyone, and everyone who's left gets a big raise. <laughs> we, we laid off an extra 20 people to reward those who stayed. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Also, I mean, I've heard of layoffs and then companies that are still hiring after that too. Especially if it's a really big company where the layoffs could be isolated. Yeah. Yeah. Then then the buckets that money lies in are very disconnected. <laughs> right. There's always another bucket with money in it. Right. So, th I mean, that may or may not be true, but I, I still don't think that changes the need that this person had. And if they were previously willing to go search for another job in order to get more money. Yeah. The fact that their company just laid off a bunch of people, I would assume would make them more likely to go search for another job, not less likely. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess I'm not thinking about if the company is is more or less likely to meet your needs, but I haven't, I don't see how this changes what your needs are. Yeah. If they were real before, they're real now. I mean, if you can go get another job for more money, you still can after this company laid off a bunch of people. Yeah, that's right. I, I think that's right. And then also I think that it's kind of... So I sense in the question that, the, that they're worried about being rude and insensitive. Yeah. You know, like all my coworkers and my boss and everyone above me just got laid off. Would it be rude now to ask for more money? And here's what I think. It might be rude, but I got to tell you that you're going to have to ask loud and often because everyone who's left at this company is about to be really busy, I think. You know, we just we just lost hundreds of workers. Yeah. And so someone's got to do that work or, you know, maybe, or they could have just like dropped a whole bunch of product lines. I don't know. But my guess, there's, a, there's now even less capacity to do the same amount of work that there was. And the people who are left are having to hold that bag. And so you're going to have to be loud and obnoxious is that the right word like like spammy yeah i, I think you're gonna have to work harder now to get the the same offer you got before i think it was pretty rude of this company to lay off a few hundred people i don't think you need to worry about being rude especially given <laughs> that you had an agreement in flight yeah you can be rude to people but you cannot be rude to companies that's true and you should not conflate an uncomfortable conversation to bring up with your boss to to being rude to the company that doesn't change the fact that it will probably still be uncomfortable, but I don't know. Part part of the deal. The company tells you to do stuff. You ask the company for stuff. You give them work. Like, I don't know. It's all yeah. part of how it works. You give them labor. They give you money. Yeah. You value your labor more than the money. Then you ask them for a new arrangement. And they, they might say no now. Like, yeah. they might, like you said, they might be more conservative financially, but at least you know that. And that would I, I think that would give you very clear direction if they did. Well, have we answered the question? I think so. We're just saying, yes, go for it. It's yeah. not an issue. 
You got to ask. You, it's it's going to be harder to ask now, maybe. And the answer might be no. Yeah. It, or, or it might be like, I don't know who to talk to to do that. Like you said, there's there's just so many structures have been removed. Yeah. There's going to be some of that. Who even is my boss? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Let's talk next month when I know who my boss is. Yeah. Also, be aware that it could have been that you asking for this raise the first time actually caused the layoff. So tread cautiously. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, this is the butterfly that flapped its wings. <laughs> yeah, be careful this time. Yeah, someone looked at a spreadsheet to see how they could fit in this $20,000 and then, oh no. The chain reaction is just, yeah, be careful. You have a lot of power, obviously. Yeah. I wonder if you can like adjust the number of the rays to adjust where it's where the layoffs are targeted. Maybe there's some mapping there of like, okay, well, if you give me 25000 and then suddenly... <laughs> It's Boom. like another, co- another company. <laughs> yeah. All right. I think we've answered it. All right. Let's do it. Moving on. Hey, Jameson, have you heard about the Great Resignation? Is it that Charles Dickens book? <laughs> Wait, no. The entire population on Earth has started taking our advice of quit your job. Oh, uh, yes. That's right. Apparently, we have achieved influencer status. We've been telling developers for years to quit their jobs, and now we want to tell you how to do it. We're ready to reveal the secret. I mean, you don't just walk out shooting finger guns. (laughs) Yes. Well, you do that first. But after you do that, there's a new service we want to tell you about called Hired. What is Hired, Dave? Hired is the biggest AI-driven marketplace that matches engineers with companies. It is a great way to find your next job. I've been watching this industry for 20 years with a keen interest on hiring in particular, and I've never seen anything like Hired. Tell me about what you're seeing. So I've interviewed about 150 people in the last year. And I am serious, every candidate that's come to me through Hired has multiple offers, and they're incredibly high, scary high, like 30% higher than other candidates. Is that before or after the finger guns? (laughs) Yeah, uh, both. (laughs) The beauty is, it's totally free for engineers, uh, and we would love for you to go try it. Go to Hired.com slash SoftSkills to check it out. Hired.com slash soft skills, quit your job the best way, and check out Hired. Okay, shall I read? Oh, Oh, yes. Yes. Oh, man. The politeness. (laughs) I I insist. Okay, I I agree with your insistence. I will read our next question. This comes from an anonymous listener who says, I am eight months into my first job out of college in an entry-level role, and today, the other new hire of four months got fired for 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 poor performance. I have been assured that my performance is still satisfactory. Just, I'm just going to insert, I love the word still here. It's like, hmm. so far. <laughs> <laughs> my performance is still satisfactory, but I have been unable to think about anything else since it happened. I know that I am probably fine, but I am still very shocked and on edge. Any advice on how to move past this without destroying my blood pressure would be appreciated. Signed, your fellow high-strung engineer. Hey, how did you know I was high-strung? <laughs> I'll probably hear it in my voice. I think I am high strung, actually. Yeah, I'm working on it. I feel like I've made some positive. You steps. don't strike me as high strung, really. Not in your behavior. I mean, not on the podcast. Oh, maybe that's it. It's because this is relaxing. Yeah. I feel like I'm pretty stressed out. <laughs> this is where you come to unwind. <laughs> exactly. Some people go on vacation. <laughs> Jameson gets in front of a microphone and records for all 14 people who listen to this. Yes, they're my therapy group. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I had an idea and then I forgot about it. Oh, it's back. Yeah. Here's the idea. If someone gets fired, the the person firing 
often has either a legal or ethical obligation to not just badmouth <laughs> the person who was fired, talk about how horrible they were and how much they deserved it and stuff. Mm-hmm. When folks have been fired, I've seen uh, very little information besides like, and they're moving on. They are no longer with the company. Yeah, yeah. They've decided to pursue other exciting opportunities in their basement. We wish them well as of five minutes ago. Yeah. And I guess the upside of that is you're not really airing their dirty laundry. But the downside is it does not provide any clarity about what they did to get fired and if you are doing something at all similar. Yeah. And I don't know how to navigate that distinction and it's it's very unlikely that that your boss will come in and say, by the way, they got fired for doing this thing at some big announcement. But you could ask for more specifics. And, and instead of say, like, am I going to get fired? You could ask more specifically, I'm concerned that this person got fired and I might share some behaviors or characteristics or be in a similar situation as them. Can right. you help me understand, like, what they were doing so that I can avoid it or or, or how to... I don't know, something like that to, to get more details in a way that doesn't appear to be prying into some gossip. Yeah. And then your manager says to you, well, you could start by not stealing thousands of dollars from the company every week. <laughs> and then you'll be like, oh, I think I'm good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this is this is tricky. It is tricky. And I'll tell you, I spent four years at a giant tech company worrying every week, multiple times per week that I was going to get fired. And I think once I aired this concern to my boss, who was so surprised that I felt that way and was like almost laughing, like, oh, no. But I was like, well, look, we we work in a company where people get fired and I see it. And so, you know, it's something that concerns me. And I'm like, the, the pay is really good. The job is really good. This just can't last. <laughs> you know, like, surely yeah. someone's going to fire me. But it never happened. And then when I did finally leave, my boss said, well, you, you know, you're a top ranked person on the team and and I really regret having you go. And I was like, oh, well, I guess all that worrying was for nothing. It's pretty easy to feel like you don't have a sense of how how valued you are to your organization or your boss. For sure. I think that's the default state in most of the jobs I've been in is, is I have some impression of how I think I'm doing and just no clue if how how other people above me feel about that. I feel like I know about my coworkers sometimes. So yes. this is not unique. That doesn't mean it's great. But the fact that you are feeling unsettled about your state is, I think, a, a enhancement of the normal condition of you not really knowing your state. And the answer to that is kind of the same, is, is ask for more feedback. You have a very specific event to point to here and, and reason for wanting that feedback. But But you can do this even when you're not worried about getting fired because your coworker got fired. You're just worried about getting fired in general, maybe, or, or something else. Yeah. Yeah, ask, asking for more feedback about how you're doing and, and where you need to improve is always a good practice. Yeah, it's good to know, right? And you'll, you'll probably perform better knowing that you're not on the brink of getting fired all the time. Yeah, and I think there is some information loss between a, a manager's perception of your performance and like your understanding of your manager's perception of your performance. But if you're, if you're talking about it regularly, it's hard to be too utterly surprised, right? You should have some sense of how things are going vaguely. What else was I going to say about this? Oh yeah. Do you have any feedback is a bad question. I ask that to people. So I'm, I'm including myself in, in that. Yeah, I'm bad. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Asking specific questions about 
specific behaviors or or like work products is is much easier and and better you'll get more concrete responses than just yeah you're good yeah it's easier to answer like do you have any feedback the answer is no <laughs> that's right. the answer Always to that no. question unless is it is it performance review time otherwise no <laughs> no i have no feedback but trust me it'll be a huge pain to write all your feedback later <laughs> yeah yeah exactly but if you maybe you presented something in a meeting like how do you think that went do you think there's anything i could have done better or am, is my work speed you know do i work as fast as you would like or is the quality of my work up to par you know, and these these are questions that are both easier to answer, more informative, and more likely to get you actual information. Yeah, you do have to kind of be a detective if you don't want to just find out during performance review season, which is yeah, again, un- unfortunately, the default. That is the default, but good managers don't don't behave that way. A good manager will make it so that your performance review is not a surprise. And you know, kind of segueing from that, I I've had a lot of people who have worked for me, and maybe this reflects poorly on me, but they are. They have told me that they are worried that they're going to be fired. And I have always assured them, if you're going to be fired, I will let you know that you're going to be fired. Like I, would not, not, I won't, probably won't say it in those words, but I will say your performance is not meeting my expectations. You know, And I've told people that, and I think that helps put them at ease a little bit. But the reason I share that story is because I think a lot of people feel this way. And it's amplified when someone close to you is fired for cause, like, like has happened here. But it's perfectly normal to feel this way. So I, I think what I'm trying to say is I give you permission to give yourself permission to feel nervous about this, but then also understand that this is a common feeling and hopefully that helps you let go of it sooner. If your manager has been around, they hopefully have some understanding of the effect that firing someone can have on the team, even if they were an underperformer or causing issues. There, there's always some impact of firing someone, even if it leaves the team in a better state overall. So it's possible that they, well, I guess if they were reaching out about this, then you wouldn't have this feeling. I don't know. Maybe this is advice for future you when you're on the other side of this, then you need to take care of the team and be prepared to talk about status and and evaluation and performance quite a bit after someone is fired. Yes, you do. Like this, this will go through everyone's head, guaranteed right. on, oh, on yeah. the team and, and by the for team, sure. like not even on the team. Yeah. In fact, I was going to say now that the fact that your manager hasn't what's the word, like preemptively discussed this with the team or with you individually, either could be a poor reflection on the manager's ability to manage the messaging, or maybe you are actually going to get fired. I don't I, I hope not. It's like, hey, I'm really nervous that my coworker got fired. Yeah, about that. Um, got some bad news for you. I'm sorry you're nervous. See you on Monday. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> oh, man. I hope that's not the case here. But it also, you know, you should feel okay asking your boss, hey, am I on track to get fired too? And just ask yeah. it, right? And your boss will, your boss's reaction will tell you everything you need to know. Because either they're going to be, they're, they're going to say like, oh, no, of course not. Or they're going to be like, huh, uh. <laughs> you? Why would you even... Yeah, I uh, what a crazy question. Yeah, weird. <laughs> hey, can oh look, oh, I sorry, something urgent just came up. <laughs> can yeah. we talk about this later after I've talked to HR? I mean, uh, after I've dealt <laughs> with this issue. So yeah, I mean, your your boss's reaction will tell you everything you need to know, I think, about where you are. You might have to read between some lines, but it's it's a question that's okay to ask. You shouldn't be afraid. It is. And and say the person that got fired was like famous serial killer. <laughs> well known throughout the company and everyone's okay. just 
heaving sighs of relief that their chances of being murdered have gone down. Okay. People are still going to feel like... Am I next? But Yeah, am I next? In, in, not for, for being stabbed, but, right, but for being fired. But for being fired. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I feel like sometimes if you're on the other side, it's easy to think, well, the team knows this person isn't performing well, and they'll be happy that performance on average will be be better. Yeah. And that could be true, but still, <laughs> they're still right. all going to think, am I next? Yeah. Yeah, you are. You are, but just also know you, that it's you totally are normal. next. Wait, wait a minute. No, sorry, I that came out all wrong. Next. Are you next? And you said you are. Yep, you are. I meant to say soon to be a solo podcast, <laughs> <laughs> also known as talking to yourself. Now you have to ask yourself, Jameson, was I was that a Freudian slip in response to the question of you being fired or you being murdered? <laughs> I'll find out. I don't know. Yeah, you'll find out. I'll just wait. <laughs> yeah. See, you're not high strung at all. Yeah. Good point. Yeah. So I, I think it's totally normal to feel this way. Don't sweat it. There is a chance you're you're next, like to be fired. Absolutely. The, this question asker, not you, Jameson. You're not on the chopping block. See how easy I answer that question? You are not being fired, Jameson. Yes. I appreciate that. Am I though, is the question. No. You see how easy that was? We both yeah. just asked this awkward question and got easy answers because we're not going to get fired. <laughs> but the answer would be a lot different otherwise. The podcast suddenly ends. Yeah. Am I going to get fired? <laughs> and the outro music. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Did we answer this one? I think so. Yeah. Okay. What should people do if they want their own questions answered? Go to softskills.audio and click the ask a question button. And as always, we say a heartfelt thank you to everyone who does that every week. We love reading all of your questions. They come in fast and furious, and we're just so happy with all of them. Thank you. You keep the show going. We will catch you next week. See ya. 